I know that it's easy to get caught up in the work and all that has to be done. Um, but, you know, just always remembering that if it was not for our customers, we would not be able to do the jobs that we do and, and have the work to do. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Live from the Lanes podcast, brought to you by the Greater Rockford Auto Auction. I'm your host, Abigail Balk. Keeping up with market trends and best business practices can be difficult, but we're here to help. Every month, we'll be talking with auto industry members like you on things like culture, customer service, technology, leadership, entrepreneurship, safety, and more. Let's get started on this month's episode. Today we are talking about customer service, and I am joined by Kevin Stallings, Assistant General Manager at Greenville Auto Auction. Kevin began working at the auction in 2012 and has worked in every department besides titles. In 2017, he became Assistant General Manager. He knows the dealers have a choice to do business with any auction, and he truly believes that it's a privilege when they choose to work with them. Thank you for joining us today on Live from the Lanes, Kevin. Thank you for having me. We are also joined by Keely Capriola, sales manager at the Greater Rockford Auto Auction. Keely joined the Gras team in 2009 as a title agent. Her eagerness to learn and build relationships with customers led her to the sales department. In 2014, she became sales manager at Gras, and this year she'll be honored as a member of the 2022 Class of Women in Remarketing. Welcome to Live from the Lanes, Keely. Thank you. So to kick things off, we'll ask some easy questions to help listeners get to know you both a little bit better before we jump into the hard questions. Kevin, why don't we start with you? What would you say has been your favorite memory while working in the auction industry? Oh, yeah, that's a uh, that's a great question. I think anybody in the auction industry would say it'd be hard to narrow it down to just one. But something that kind of stands out to me is uh, in 2020. So every year for our anniversary sale, we choose a local nonprofit to uh, give back to. And uh, that year, of course, our anniversary sales in September, uh, of course, COVID had began earlier that year. And uh, the local nonprofit that we chose helps with some schooling uh, for some children. And before the auction, uh, each Thursday for the anniversary sale, we always do like some fundraisers. We'll auction off, whether it's like remote control cars, we do cakes, different kind of things to hopefully raise money to donate, you know, right away to that nonprofit as well as give a percentage of the fees, you know, that we collect that day. Um, But that specific day in September 2020, we had bought some laptops uh, to auction off. And of course, that was when a lot of people were going remote, not only work, but schooling and everybody was trying to adjust and Anyway, we started auctioning off. I think we had bought four laptops to uh, auction off. And the response that we got from the dealers, uh, I mean, the excitement and, of course, the local nonprofit, they normally come out and have a booth set up to explain to the dealers about who they are, what they do. And um, it was a really special moment watching the dealers bid as well as, you know, the Internet dealers bidding on these laptops and we know that of course those were then able to go to kids that may not be able to afford them or or families that cannot afford them and that one to me just really stands out because i remember 
you know, being in the lanes and we, we did have dealers. We only shut down for a little bit of a time as far as no dealers in our lanes, but it was a really special moment just knowing that, Hey, look, this is, uh, it's always something bigger than, than us. And for the response that we got from the dealers was, uh, it was very special. So that one, that one definitely stands out to me over, over the 10 years that I've been out here. I think it's cool when uh, businesses do that. And I feel like it always, you know, at the end of the day, you leave with a better feeling knowing that you're giving back to someone who's in need and helping them. Uh, what about you, Keely? What has been your favorite auction memory? Well, like Kevin said, it's really hard um, narrowing it down to one day. But I do remember a very particular day. It was uh, windy and 46 degrees. I'm just kidding. It was windy, actually. Um, March 18th, 2015, we lost electricity because of the wind. Um, during the sale and without even skipping a beat, we just kept running the auction with no electricity. So obviously no no lights. Auctioneers didn't have um, their speakers. And they were just going as loud as they could and trying to sell cars in the lanes. And then we were just working off of paper, um, luckily for those auctioneer blocks that we print off in the morning. So we had an idea of which vehicles needed to be auction guaranteed as is, what announcements they had, um, if those were on there prior to that list being printed. Um, if we didn't have any information and there wasn't a seller in the lanes, we just assumed as is and um, just tried to work as best as we could without electricity. And then eventually it did come back on um, later on. And then we were able to just get everything um you know, manually put into the systems as far as selling, putting things on ifs and working from there. And what was great about it was, is that everybody just, no one freaked out. No one shut down. It was just, we got to, we still have to run the show. Um, so, and we did that. I mean, it was a great team effort. It wasn't just one or two people. It was just everybody in every department was just making it happen. So that's by far one of my favorite days because just, watching that happen, I was just like, man, <laughs> this is a great place to work, you know? That's great. Um, Keely, who would you say has been the most influential person to you? Uh, well, I wake up every day and say, what would Dolly do? But <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I would say my Aunt Shannon. Um, she really shed a lot of light. I lived with them when I was a teenager and just shed a lot of light on what my life could be like versus what it had been like. She just brought a lot of peace to my life and gave me a lot of hope of, you know, like she she's worked for the same company since she was 17 years old and she worked hard and her and uh, my uncle, they're just a great team. And to watch that versus my living environment, it just, it, it did a lot for me, so. What about you, Kevin? Who has been your most influential person? Yeah, I've been uh, very, very fortunate and blessed, you know, growing up to be surrounded by a lot of really good people. But uh, one person that would stand out to me would definitely be my my father. Um, you know, just being able to uh, watch him as I've been growing up and as much as he's involved in, whether it's, you know, from a business aspect or I'm one of four uh, siblings. And so, watching him, you know, spend time with each one of us and try to make all the ball games or dance recitals or whatever it may be, as well as, you know, loving my mom, his wife, and uh, really, you know, showing me as a, you know, 
young man growing up how to be a good husband and a good father and uh something that very fortunate to have in my life and uh very very thankful for him so we'll get into a little bit of the harder questions uh, so having good customer service is a key factor in being successful. It increases customer satisfaction, which correlates with customer retention and loyalty. Kevin, can you explain what good customer service looks like to you and how it's shown at the Greenville Auto Auction? Something, you know, that we talk a lot about around here is, I know y'all y'all could probably attest to this. Most people can in the auction business. I mean, there's so much that goes on every sale day, not just sale day, but throughout the week leading up to sale day and then post-sale and arbitrations, all the post-sale stuff that goes along with it. I know that it's easy to get caught up in the work and all that has to be done. Um, but, you know, just always remembering that if it was not for our customers, we would not be able to do the jobs that we do and, and have the work to do. And uh, it ain't always, you know, uh, high-fiving each other and smiling all the time, but always just trying to remember that, you know, we put them first and if it was not for them, we would not be able to, you know, provide for our families and do the things that we do. So. To us, what it looks like is just being, you know, we want to be very intentional about our time and and just respecting them and hopefully making it a mutually beneficial relationship to where, you know, they, we know that they can choose to do business at any auction and for them to choose to do it with us. We do need to be, you know, thankful and appreciative for that and hopefully provide just that great service and get to know them, not just as a dealer or as a finance company, but on a personal level. So that's something that we try to encourage our team, uh, you know, to really, to really get to know that individual more on a personal level. Yeah. And I bet that makes a big uh, difference with your customers too. Um, that, you know, they, you want to get to know them personally, not just like as a customer. Uh, Keely, how would you describe good customer service and what does it look like at Greater Rockford? Yeah, I agree 100% with Kevin. I mean, if it wasn't for our customers, we wouldn't be where we're at. And um, I think a lot of it just, I mean, it seems so simple and cliche to say, but a lot of it just starts with a smile, you know, when they walk through the doors, when they're leaving. Um, you never know what somebody's day is going like. And it's, I just think it's important that we have a smile on our face. We know our dealers' names. They are more than just a customer. They are more than a bitter badge. I mean, they. it's important that when they walk in, I can say, you know, you know, hey, Joe, or, you know, how's, how's everything going? I mean, we know a lot of their kids' names, their wives' names. Um, I think a lot of that goes a long way. I mean, it's just... You know, yeah, we're here to sell cars, and it's important that we do that and we stick to the task. But I also think it's important to build that rapport, and that's what I love about working in this industry is you get to meet people from all different walks of life, and they have stories for days. <laughs> uh, so thank goodness we have an auction weekly because we can always just continue the next week. And <laughs> um, But they are. They're so much fun. So what would you guys say are the most important skills when it comes to providing good customer service? I think being eager to learn, I mean, being able to say, I don't know, that 
I think means a lot to customers. You could say, I don't know, but you need to follow that up with, I'm going to go find out for you. Um, I think at the end of the day, who doesn't want to learn something new? Then, uh, yeah, that, that's great, Keely. And something that kind of stands out to me is, is always being eager to listen to our customers. I know, uh, especially if y'all are anything like me, you know, you kind of definitely want to get out there and, you know, tell them how you feel or maybe try to pull out a policy or, or walk down that line. But, you know, something that we really try to do is just understanding, you know, I know y'all are a part of a family owned business, which happens to be auto auction. We are a part of a family owned business, which is an auto auction. And a lot of these dealers, it's a family owned business, you know, and, and every vehicle matters so much to them because that's a part of their livelihood, you know, and so really trying to understand the situation that they're in, understand their side of the story, and then hopefully be able to have a healthy conversation and come to a resolution that everybody's in agreement with where it's not, you know, putting on the boxing gloves, ready to go to town, but really them to understand our side. Hopefully we can understand their side and come out with a stronger relationship than, you know, we started that conversation with. And it don't always go perfect by any means, but I really feel like thankfully over the years, we've been able to grow our auction and it's through those conversations and just the faithfulness that, you know, the dealers have in us knowing that when something does come up, we're not going to immediately pull out, you know, the hatchet, but we're going to, you know, be there and listen and be attentive to what they have to say and come out on the other side better uh, than where we started. Definitely. And I think, like you said, being like good listeners and just hearing them out on whatever their concern is or their problem is and not just being adamant at no, we're right. Um, I feel like that goes a long way to build the relationships with them too, which Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just like a family, you know, you have to listen to your family and hear them out as well. Um, what are some ways that you ensure that your team is delivering the high level of customer service that you expect from them? Do you think that it starts with how you train them or is that something that you look for when you're hiring? Kevin, you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I think it's definitely a combination of both as far as, you know, some individuals, everybody's wired a little different and, um, you know, making sure that we're putting the right people in the right places to hopefully deliver that great, great customer service. But uh, definitely, I would say there's, you know, training involved. And, you know, we have a lot of, you know, inner team meetings, and we cover different aspects of what our expectations are. And, uh, you know, the team normally receives that. And then it is up to them to carry out who we want to be. But I really feel a lot of it is, you know, we look for individuals that have a sweet spirit that are eager to learn and and you know want to you know provide customer service that are that are thankful you know for their job and that are thankful for them so i think it's definitely a combination of uh of both of those things keely what about you um how do you make sure that your team's showing uh, good customer service and is that something you look for when you're hiring or you focus on when you're training them um I mean, I can only expect from my team what I'm willing to do. So I guess, you know, I can train all day, 
But ultimately, I mean, people are going to follow and learn from what they see. So I kind of take that lead by example route, if that makes sense. Um, I mean, in the hiring process, obviously, you're you're looking for somebody that's, you know, maybe I would say outgoing, but I mean, gosh, I even, I mean, you don't necessarily even have to be outgoing. I think that a lot of that, I mean, when people are in um, interviews, naturally, they're just very nervous. I think it's so hard to gauge what somebody is like <laughs> outside of an interview. Um, but I do. I'm a firm believer of people are going to follow suit with what they see going on on a day-to-day basis. And when they see, you know, whether it's their coworkers, their managers, if they're stepping up to the plate and they're doing, I mean, I'm not going to ask any of the girls on my team to do something that I'm not willing to do. I feel like I've seen that firsthand because we've we have worked in the same office before, Keely. Um, so it's, I've definitely seen you lead by example when it comes to customer service. Um, how do you think that the work environment at Graw um, overall impacts our level of customer service? I think the customers feel that when they walk in the doors. That I mean, we've all not all of us have worked here for a very long time, but a majority of us have. We don't have a high turnover rate, and I think you get that family feel when you walk through the doors and we do know our customers. And I do think that because we are family owned, we get fast approval on things that customers are asking for um, or that we're even asking for for our customers or what we need. I mean, it's not, we don't have to jump through hoops to call a bunch of different people asking and then it's you know weeks before we hear anything. I can literally go into either Chad's office, that's our general manager, his door's always open. Um, and you know, as far as the owners, yeah, you can just give them a call and they'll say yes or no after their better judgment and everything. And it's pretty, pretty fast paced as far as like customer, you know, when they want to feel heard, that makes them feel heard, (laughs) you know, like, okay, what I had to say was really important. They're already on top of it. It's being handled. They don't have to worry about something stretching out for weeks or months at a time. What about you, Kevin? How do you see the work environment at Greenville um, impacting your level of customer service? Yeah, I uh, I agree with a lot of what Keely said. You know, I think it. Uh, I think you know, as a customer of other businesses, you can always feel it when you walk in. And to Keely's point earlier about just having a smiling face, and you know being ready to greet these people because you really, nobody knows what somebody else is going through in that, you know, given moment and, uh, or what they had just gone through maybe the night before or whatever it uh, may have been. But, you know, I, I think that we as a company, you know, definitely have that family type atmosphere where we want people to feel welcome, you know, and not, not standoffish to where, the customers, when when they walk in, hopefully they open up and it allows our team to grow and have conversations and get to know other people on a on a different level. But I think it definitely starts, you know, with us and how we interact with each other. Uh, you know, there's obviously a lot of different things that can go on throughout a day or on a sale day, but people are always watching, you know, and, uh, and so as long as we are doing things how we want to do it and interacting and showing, you know, grace and love and mercy and having that 
family type atmosphere, the the customers normally respond well to that. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're very blessed with a lot of really, really good customers. Yeah, so we've discussed on a previous episode about how the industry has made a big increase in digital sales and customers are choosing to buy online, whether it be simulcast or on online platforms. How are you providing those online customers that same level of customer service as those who might be in the lanes um, and also making sure you're building relationships with them as well? We, uh, I'm sure a lot of auctions are like this, but we have actually one kind of individual that oversees our edge pipeline. And something that he does is follow up on all of, uh, you know, our new customers once they establish a handshake, anytime that, you know, it's their first time joining us online, asking them how it went, do they have any feedback, any questions, uh, and, and really all he does, which to your point, it's, it's grown tremendously over the last couple years. So it's not like he can keep up with all of them, but we really try to be very intentional about reaching out to them, getting their feedback, and uh, and that way they have a you know a name and a voice with the auction, not just logging into a computer and all they see is our our logo and the cars, you know. So we definitely want to try to do the best we can to build that personal relationship. Uh, I know something that we try to do as a team is. Uh, our general manager, Billy Willis, he, he always encourages all of us to, you know, send notes out, you know, send notes to whether it's, you know, of course, we do business just like you guys with people all across the United States and uh, write them a handwritten note, you know, and just tell them how you feel or whether it's you're thankful for them, whatever it may be. And, you know, hopefully through those, they, they know that it's not just a transaction that 700 miles away but hopefully they feel that we are appreciative of it and that we are here for them for whatever need that they may have yeah well uh what about you keely how do you think that gra is um maintaining its level of customer service with its online customers well very similar to what kevin was saying you know we have uh, our online department they watch over the handshakes um they go through and call whoever is uh, new. If they saw that they did a handshake but didn't attend online, they follow up to see, you know, how's everything going? We saw you attend it or that you signed up um, or were interested um, and didn't attend. Is there something going on that we can help you with? Um, You know, and then we also, I go through and I email our new online buyers and, you know, just to make sure that you know, they had a good experience, again, with the feedback, um, and just thank them for attending our sale, uh, whether it's here in the lanes or online. I mean, every customer counts and matters. Yeah, I feel like both of uh, what you guys have talked about really shows how both auctions really value the relationships that you're forming with your customers, mm-hmm. and you don't want them just to feel like a number. So going that extra mile with the personal touch, I think, goes a long way with customers. Okay, so final question, and this one might be the hardest. Who else do you think we should have on the podcast, or what other topics do you think we should cover? Um, I honestly think you should have dealers on. I mean, they give you content all day long, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I love um, working with other auctions. I think this was a great idea to get another auctions, um, you know, opinions, feedback, everything else. and Because that's what, at the end of the day, that's what – 
matters. We're all we all have the same goal at the end of the day, and I think that we can all learn from each other. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's uh, I think it's definitely really neat that you've you know gotten people all across you know the U.S. whether it's uh, ServNet or different type auctions. Uh, you know, that have come on to your podcast, but I would, I would keep encouraging just to reach out to other ones. And, uh, like Keely said, it, it is cool just hearing there's a lot of similarities, but I feel like in, and through any conversation, you always can pick up some, some good nuggets and stuff to, uh, take, take back to your team. So not one individual really comes to my mind, but, I think y'all are doing a tremendous job and thank y'all for kind of leading the charge on getting everybody on the phone. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people really enjoy listening to it and uh, always taking something from it to uh, take to their teams. Well, thank you. Yeah, I think that that's one really cool thing about this podcast in particular is that you know, we're not just limiting it to ourselves, but like we're trying to get different ideas. And every episode that I've done, I feel like just keeps getting better and better um, just through hearing what other auctions are doing or getting ideas for us here. So uh, thank you both of you for being on this episode of Live from the Lanes and sharing your insight on customer service. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Live from the Lanes brought to you by the Greater Rockford Auto Auction. Don't miss a single episode by clicking the follow button. You'll receive a notification every time we release a new episode for you.